everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Input Output Podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, we appreciate you guys so much for joining us once again on this, uh, well, I won't say jam-packed, but I mean, it's definitely a week where the news did all the work for us. So, um, I know it, well, I know it's probably an echo my end. I want to apologize to all the fans, you know, for the echo that I have now, <laughs> but, you know, uh, as, if you ask Davin, he said I got uh, 100% of historic thousand year old tree oak in my floors with a uh, gold trim so i gotta go find a carpet to put over that so this sound don't be bouncing all around like a caffeinated child so uh apologies but you know um but we're here once again always with uh our two what is this flying in here <laughs> get lit. uh mr gaming lift and mc amazing how you gentlemen doing today Man, I am doing good after the Game Awards, man. I saw so much stuff that uh, piqued my interest, fighting game-wise. Not just fighting game-wise, but definitely fighting game-wise. Um, and again, like Rex said, man, I mean, the Game Awards, the Game Awards and then the Project Yell announcement basically made the show for us. So we didn't have to do much. We just look at the content, react to it. That's what we're going to do today, give our thoughts and opinions on it. So I'm not going to waste too much time. I'm going to shut my two lips, and I'm going to let Mr. E have it. How are you doing, Mr. E Mason? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you very much, Mr. Game Left. Yo, it's your boy, MCE Mazing, on a, yet another episode of the Input Output Show. Once again, I'm glad to be back. My two cohorts, Mr. Rex on Max and Mr. Game and Lift. Uh, yeah, we're um, going to be talking about uh, the Game Awards. You know, I mean, for those of you who did see it, like, congratulations. You got to actually witness it. Um, for people like me who are like, you know, hard, uh, what's called like uh, nine to five working folk, you know, I, uh, I just, uh, just barely missed it, but, um, uh, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, discussing it with these two gentlemen today and like Mr. Game and Lift, I'm going to shut my, shut my yap and pass it off to Mr. Rexon Max. How you doing today, sir? Oh, good. Apparently somebody didn't send some, uh, some flying death fly up in here to kill me. So I got to get rid of Nintendo. Probably. I <laughs> got a camera. It's probably a, a, a fly with a camera on it, trying to make sure we don't give them no more slander. But uh, I'm doing good, man. I mean, you know, life is under uh, life is uh, being threatened right now with this flying here, as, as you see. But you know, we'll manage. Um, it's just like it's always great to be back again. You know, talking about stuff we love, and you know, uh, but I'm sure y'all like get past the soft stuff. Talk about the topic. But uh, so <laughs> we'll go ahead and get into our first topic. Um, which one do we want to start off? All right, well, now you got to start off with what the people want. So Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6 was at the Game Awards. Um, you know, we thought another game was going to be there, but, you know, uh, one of the individuals said, you thought. We was like, all right. And uh, so it actually wasn't there. So, you know, you're kind of mad, like, man, it really wasn't there. But then you kind of just calm down, like, yeah, said it wasn't going to be there. So, um, you know what? I ain't going to get too much into it. I mean, I don't want to – it ain't my turn yet. I don't want to take the shine from Mr. Gamer if I want to get punched. So, <laughs> Mr. Gamer, uh, what do you think about uh, Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6 being shown at the Video Game Awards? We got some character reveals. We got some uh, gameplay. We got some mechanics being showed. Um how do you feel? Um, so <clears throat> I'm actually quite surprised, uh, pleasantly surprised at what they showed. Cause I, well, 
maybe half and half because when they first initially showed like the gameplay, people thought that I think some people thought like, okay, this is gameplay, but it looks too good. So we gotta wait to see another trailer to see if this is actually how the game was gonna look. And the game looks like that. It, it looks it looks fantastic. I saw a side by side of Law from uh Tekken Seven and Tekken Eight, and this literally Tekken Seven looks good. This is this a nice looking game, but it's like night and day. I'm like, this is kind of insane. You know, to when you see a jump from it's it's always like I love seeing jumps in generations. Like when I a, a notable one was like Tekken Two to Tekken Three. He was like, man, this is we getting to this level. Like back in the day, we just say, man, it's real people on the screen. We get to that point where it's real people on the screen. Um, but Tekken Eight looked dope, man. They showed um, like Rexon said, they showed some mechanics. They showed Paul who looks dope with his new redesign. Uh, Law. They showed King Jack. I'm assuming Jack Eight. I, uh, I don't know. I was assuming Jack ain't maybe Gun Jack because he got some huge, look like a gun on his shoulder that I think he actually used as an attack, which looked pretty dope. Like he did some attack and he like summoned from the sky or something. I'm like, I might play Jack if you're doing this. Um, looks like he got some dead or alive uh, uh, environmental damage. Uh, King knocked uh, Jack into the wall and exploded. I'm like, oh, so y'all doing that? Then they got some dash council stuff. Um, the game looks fire. The stages look amazing. Uh, overall, Tekken 8 right now is looking insanely good. The presentation is a 10 out of 10. Um, I'm sure they're going to be still delivered with the gameplay. Right now, it's shaping up to be something pretty good. Like, it's, it's looking amazing. Um, now, Street Fighter 6. <clears throat> you ain't a real Tekken fan. You didn't say nothing about June this whole time. Mm-mm-mm. I mean... Okay, I, I did forget about June. I mean, she's 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 one of my favorite characters. I mean, she's just been gone for so is long. She? It's good. <laughs> it's 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 good to see her back for sure. Um, when the trailer first started, though, I thought it was Lily because I couldn't quite see it. I'm like, is this why would it be? Why are they putting a spotlight on Lily? And I kept looking. I'm like, oh, this is June. Now I'm actually I'm glad y'all made me remember it because now I'm thinking like, are they going to tie in the Netflix series? into this because it looks like they're going like Jen, like they're doing something where maybe Jen is a kid. That's what they did in the Tekken Bloodline. So I'm thinking like, is, are they doing something like going back to that or tying Bloodline into uh, Tekken 8? Which that would be dope. Um, I don't know, like, is she actually back? Because I mean, it's Tekken, so it'll, if you're dead in Tekken, it doesn't matter. You can still be in the game yeah. playable. So it, it doesn't really matter. Unless but you're I the mean, first king. Yeah, in a new interview, yeah. in a new interview, Harada won't even one hundred percent validate that Hihachi is dead. So, <laughs> I mean, in Tekken, I mean, you know, people get thrown in volcanoes and they come out unscathed. So, you know, hey, you know, maybe t- people got devil gene. Maybe Tekken, uh, Hihachi developed some type of gene. Um, but yeah, it's definitely awesome to see June come back. Um, he was like really my one of my favorite characters in Tekken too. Uh, when Tekken 3 came out, I was a little sad that she wasn't in the game, but it's dope to see her back now. Again, I don't know if she's going to be like a spirit. Is she just in the story mode? I don't know you know, what capacity, but it seems like she's going to be a playable character. Um, but I'm definitely, that, that story mode like it's going to be kind of fire too, because Jin and, and uh, his father are doing some Dragon Ball Z-style, Bleach-style fighting. So that's going to be dope to see. Um, now, on to Street Fighter. Man, I was, boy, they... They showed off the character that I'm the most hyped for. It's two characters, or three characters. Kimberly is one of the characters I'm hyped for that I want to play. Um, JP and Aki. And they showed off JP. They showed JP, DJ, 
uh, Marissa and Manon, Manon, which I thought at one point her name was Mimi, I thought, but I don't know. But it's Manon now, whatever. Um, all the characters look great. The stages look insane. Marissa looks high. She looks like she can punch a mountain in half. She looks like she's like a, a, from what I'm gathering, she looks like a Balrog Sagat hybrid, kind of, maybe. Maybe a little Alex, just a little bit. She has Union's uh, step kick. I know that for sure. That thing looks crazy. Um, you got uh, what's Manon, who looks very similar to Lily from Tekken. That's the first thing I thought about when I saw her movement. She's like a, I guess, like the able equivalent, but she's like a dancer. So it's like dancing judo or whatever. Um, and then you got JP. Well, DJ, of course, looked dope. I mean, I'm so happy that they brought DJ back and he looked as hype as he does. He got the style, the personality. His attacks and just seeing him animated in this this new generation looks absolutely insane. And JP, I've been waiting for this character to see what he's gonna play like. And he literally plays exactly like my mind. Like I was like, I had a, a vision of how he would play in my mind, and he he plays just like that. He uses the cane. I like please let the cane be in his playstyle. And also, not to mention, he also reminds me. I'm sure you, if you played Soul Calibur Five, he reminds me of Zwei. Oh, with the so little I, demon, the demon thing. Yeah, it reminds me of that 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 play style, that mechanic they gave Zwei with that wolf spirit. I'm like, bro, this character looks so fire. I cannot wait to play this game. I really wish these characters were gonna come in, in this this upcoming beta next week. Mm-hmm. I doubt it, but man, that would be so fire. Um, and unfortunately, the people that were looking for Cammy at the Game Awards didn't get her, but I'm sure she'll probably be like the next one they show off. But overall. Tekken 8 Street Fighter 6 looks awesome. Hopefully, MK12 gonna come out and, and blow us away too. But right now, these two games are looking fire. Straight fire. Hold on, E, before you go out, let me change the size of my my face on here. Uh, uh, there we go. Are you good? Yeah, um, so yeah, I think like <clears throat> Tekken 8. I'm going to start with Tekken 8. I mean, I'm a huge Tekken fan, man. I've been like a Tekken fan for really, wow, like for a really long time since like, I think um, the first time I played Tekken on like an arcade back when my dad used to take us to go get haircuts, you know, at the barbershop. And um, must have been a while ago then. Huh? Would you it say? It must have been a while ago then if he was going to get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> huh. But yeah, like he he used to like take us and like we used to play like you know if he was getting his haircut we would like be um over on the side playing Tekken and uh yeah man like Tekken I mean the evolution from like then to now is ridiculous you know um like uh, Mr. Gaming List said you know it's like you know they get to the point where it's like almost like real people on the screen the only thing is I kind of like I kind of prefer there to be like there are a few degrees of separation between like realistic like the whole realism and like the way the characters look because I, I don't know, I kind of prefer there to be some sort of like, you know, it's to look still kind of like a video game, if that makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, like the way that the game looks, looks incredible. The characters are cool. I mean, yeah, Jin and uh, Jin and Kazuya, like their they're war, I guess they put it on pause for Tekken 7. And now it's like restarted up between them again in Tekken 8. And they're just like going ham. Like people are getting uh, getting caught in the crossfire. Like I mean, they're just destroying buildings and everything. Like um, I remember somebody was saying that like now they're um, that they're to the uh, to the point where 
Jin was a, they're saying that Jin can actually transform into devil uh, Jin mode, like in the middle of the match instead of having to wait for like rage or something like that. But apparently Kazuya can do um, his devil transformation, his devil transformation as well, which I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty, pretty nifty. I kind of feel like at that point, if you're going to do that, we don't really need like a, you know, a devil Jin like separate character anymore. If you're going to, in my opinion, I just feel like, you know, you might as well just play Jin and just transform at the beginning of the fight and call it a, call it a day. But um, yeah, ditch to that, Jun Kazuma came back after like, like, I mean, the last time she was in like a, a numbered game was back in Tekken 2. Like yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's been a long time, like 1990s long time. Like it has been in a ridiculously long time since she's had anything really like substantial to do with the actual canon of like Tekken, uh, of Tekken at all. You know, every time that they talked about Jun Kazuma, it's like, Jin is like, oh, I miss my mom. Oh, when we, oh, I saw that vision of her over there. Like she stopped me from killing this guy, you know, or something like that, you know? But we haven't actually had her in an actual like canon game for so long. And for, and every year people are like, when is she coming back? And finally she's back. Now what capacity that remains to be seen, but it's good to see her back regardless. Um, in regards to Street Fighter Six, uh, yeah, it looks real good. Like, let's, it's 100, it looks really good. I, when um, they showed Manon, I'm going to be honest, I was kind of like, Lily? <laughs> I was, at first, I was kind of like, Lily? I'm like, oh, okay, that's a completely different character. Because, like, initially, I was like, that looks like a really glam, like an even more glamorous Lily. And I'm not like, and I'm the, the her, I wouldn't say her fighting style is similar, but her definitely, um, in some ways it is. But her general aura, like the way she presents herself, is very is I think it's similar to like Lily in a few regards. So that was that was actually pretty cool. I mean, and I guess since you know the last time like they had like Lily and Street Fighter cross Tekken, so I guess like that's not a not a huge jump, I guess. Um yeah, DJ looks pretty cool, which is great. Uh JP, I I was actually kind of surprised. I was like, wow, like this character looks like a straight like demon like he's re- like you know and like the the sense that he looks like somebody who's going to be a problem in actual matches i think the character that i saw that i was really looking that i looked at i'm like i want to play that character is marissa though i think that is the character that i um i would like really like to try out i think she looks like a like a wholesale like a destroyer and um she has like she looks like like um mr gaming list was pointing out that she has like that kind of like hybrid striker grappler thing going on. And I think that that's really cool. I like characters that do that kind of thing. So I, that will be, that'll definitely be a character that I would like to try out um, ASAP. Uh, as far as the Game Awards is concerned, like, you know, it seems like fighting games were, you know, made a pretty good showing. Uh, the only thing that I, 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 quick side note, the only thing I would complain about is that uh, why is it when we do a thing for esports, they're like when they say, "Oh, like the best esports game or the best esports player," there are never, I, as far as I'm, there aren't any like fighting game players and best esports player. Like I remember, I that too. You, you know, back in like 2019, like I went to the, oh, was it the esports? They had the um, they had the awards over, I think, like over in um, the um, over in Arlington, and you know that was the year that, like, if I remember correctly, that was the year that Arslan Ash came onto the scene and like he was like making big waves and he didn't even get nominated like not even nominated 
you know, forget forget about winning, but like they his name wasn't even like he wasn't even in consideration, which I I even now is like heinous, <laughs> to be honest. Like that was I mean, if there if there was ever like a, a great story to be told about esports glory, there I, I didn't there was none better that year. There there was none better. So it was kind of messed up that he wasn't even nominated. You know, in addition to that, it's like what what's the best esports game? No fighting games on there. None. You know, you got Valorant and stuff like that on there. And I think like, you know, some of those games deserve their places, but I feel like the like fighting games in general still like deserve a place, in my opinion. Like there, like there's some fighting like Street Fighter and like Tekken and stuff, you know, even like Guilty Gear that like deserve a place of honor amongst, you know, esports games. You know, well, when you say esports, it's kind of like saying pop music. You know, it's like it's what's popular. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I, I feel like you know, like fighting games are like they're not like the most popular like esports kind of, but they're they're pretty popular and they and they're big like big things happening in the fighting game community like even like especially in in, in regards to like you know um, like Tekken Seven, what was like I mean, I mean like a game that's been supported pretty pretty consistently since the uh since the game dropped like new seasons new characters like they just like stopped like i mean just like they just had like the most recent character not that long ago like kunimitsu didn't come out that long ago if you think about it like it, like what was it like earlier this year i think so it hasn't been that long so i'm just saying like these are games that like get consistent like you know bring in consistent people get consistent support from the community so i think like it would have been nice for one of them for one of them not even all of them but at least one of them to be considered along uh, along with all those other games you know i think that would have been fair but i mean who am i to say i'm just some guy talking uh so yeah man i i would have to say that yeah I, that aside, I would have to say that I, I was um, pretty pleased with what I saw in the trailers and stuff. Um, it all they all there is now is to like you know, especially for like Street Fighter Six, to not have too many like. Because I remember people, my, one of my friends, he he played the beta for Street Fighter Five, and he said the the beta for Street Fighter Five was substantially um, different from the actual game that came out. So like. We're here's hoping that like you know we we still have like the same amount of like goodness that we see in the beta when the actual game drops. And for us Tekken Eight, I mean, I have all the confidence in the world that Tekken will be a good game. Like I mean, from Jump Street, I mean they usually Namco Bandai is pretty good about that, about like pacing themselves and coming out with a decent, a good product from the very beginning. So yeah, man, it, game awards are pretty good to me, man. I have. No complaints other than the complaints that I made that don't have anything to do with the actual games. All right. So for me, um, I'm going to speak on Street Fighter Six first. Um, for me, Street Fighter is continued to do what it has been doing for the uh, past couple of times we've been seeing it fall on it. I mean, it shined. It was spectacular. Everybody saw something that they loved. Um, when it comes to the characters, the one that stands out the most to me is JP. Uh, you know, I'm a villains guy. You know, I like somebody that just comes in and 100% just throws caution and doesn't hold back its power, nothing like that. Like, look, I'm in here to destroy stuff. 
I'm finna give you every last, ain't no holding back. I'm finna give you every last bit of power I got and get you up out of here. Like when dude grabbed Ken's face, just was squeezing the life out of him and then threw him in the sky and then just threw his hands up and just dagging him to death with psycho <laughs> energy. I was like, we need that. We, we need that type of energy. You know, so, uh, you know, the little mini games and stuff like that that we saw uh, when the trailer first started and stuff like that. Um, you could tell that they're really trying to, like, they heard us for years constantly say, like, you know, uh, Street Fighter Five is in a good spot now, but I remember it was bare bones trash when it came out, you know. So they, they've heard that, you know, because people consistently say it throughout the, throughout the years. Uh, the first impression of it was pretty bad. Um, that was great. Um, also, in World Tour mode, you see now that you can have, like, um, somebody come in and assist you in the beat em up gameplay that they have and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. So you can tell they're trying to – they're really trying to, like, go esports with this. They're really trying to get a lot of people in the gaming realm to come play this game. You know, hey, if you're somebody that, you know, scared to go up against, you know, Falcon Leghorn 719 online, you know, hey, man, stay in war tour mode, you know, uh, do the different stuff that we have in here. We have stuff for you, man. Play the game, you know. Um, enjoy the stories, you know. They're really, you can tell they're really trying to push Luke to be the main character now. Like, he is, like, really at the forefront of every, you know, uh, piece of content they put out now. Uh, when they released the different editions of the game, Luke was at the forefront. So you can really tell they're trying to push him. You really don't see Ryu too much. Um, what else? Um, as far as all the other characters besides JP, what's the uh, the grappler lady's name from Italy? Marissa. Marissa. Yeah, she looks. I mean, violent would be the word that comes to my mind. It was funny. I I saw what does Kami actually say that uh. Man, they say they changed Luke's foreground because it was too violent, but then they got Marissa over here literally doing Greek-Roman statue-type violent poses and beating people in the face with no regard. I mean, you know, I mean, she literally like straight Spartan-kicking people across the screen. So, I mean, she she's also somebody that looks very, very interesting. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, the girl from France, uh, what's her name? Manning, yeah, she didn't really look that interesting to me. I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I mean, not everybody gonna like everything. I mean, even her special, it was just her making you be in certain poses with her and stuff like that. And then you fall, and I was just like, okay, you know. So, <laughs> so, um, I mean, of course, DJ is cool. Um, you know, I mean, another brother, man. What I'm supposed to say, I mean, I'm keeping it true. Um. <laughs> So, I mean, he was definitely cool. We saw he might actually have a feint with uh, one of his uh, fireballs. Uh, if you saw in the trailer, like, before he threw the two, he kind of threw one. Now, some people say it's a feint. Some people say it might actually be a charge. Who knows? That way, you know, he charged and he, like, threw two. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a feint. And then, you know, he threw two some other way. Who knows? We'll figure out when the game comes out. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean... It was fantastic for me, Street Fighter Six. But the reason why I wanted to do Street Fighter Six first was because I've delved so much into Tekken Eight because Harada has released like two interviews within like a day of the game coming out, and so with us being a media network, 
know, we have to keep up with this stuff. But uh, so Tekken Eight, the first thing that stood out to me was Tekken. With Tekken Eight was like, this game looks beautiful. The colors were vibrant. Everything looked lively. I mean, just I mean, when you saw them fighting in New York City, oh my goodness, it was just like this game. This game was like it's going on P uh, PS Six, like. So it looked fantastic. And like Devin said, Tekken 7, not no game to sneeze at, but compared to this one, it's just like, oh my goodness. You could tell they did go very, very vibrant with the colors, though. Uh, and it worked. I mean, it it didn't, it looked beautiful. Um, so uh, June, of course. Uh, you know what's funny? I was never the biggest Tekken fan, but then next thing you know, I played Tekken Tag Tournament 2 um and you know for a long time Devin was uh mushing my face in the floor but uh i kept trying to play it in the in the the cat the, the team that i had was actually june and uh uh martial law so it was funny i was playing june i had no idea she hadn't been in the tekken game since tekken 2. so i was thinking like man if, if i if i get in tekken i could play it and not knowing if i wanted to play it i'd have to go break out the playstation playstation one but <laughs> But uh, you know, I I had no idea, but she was in Tekken Tag, so uh, you know, she was one of my favorite characters, like off the rip when I started playing Tekken. So to see her actually coming back in the mainline Tekken is amazing. I can't wait to see the top tier players that are gonna play her because you know I know my place in this video game world. You know, I just report <laughs> the news. Um, <laughs> you know, I can't wait to see other people like Handler. Uh, also, another thing I want to say about JP from Street Fighter Six. I hope he isn't, he doesn't look this fantastic and still kind of just be like, eh, tear. Because I remember when Rose was coming out and we was looking at everything that Rose was doing in Street Fighter Five, and we was like, oh my goodness, she ain't got no choice but to be top tier. And then next thing you know, she was kind of like, eh, tear for everybody. A lot of people didn't play her. So, um, but back to Tekken 8. So, um... Yeah, we saw different characters, Lars, uh, Kazuya, uh, Jin, um, Jack. Uh, we saw King, you know, so we saw all these different characters. Uh, was that Forest or Martial Law? That was, I, th I think that was Forest Law. Yeah. Yeah. So Forest, uh, we saw uh, him, and I mean, obviously, you know, he went and Either got on the Devin Butts program or, you know, he on some TRT. If y'all know what T, I ain't going to say what TRT is, but if y'all know what TRT is, you know what it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, he taking some Skittles. We'll just say that. You oh, know, he's, he's on a good dose of Skittles. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, the dude got like 2% body fat and abs in his armpits. So, uh, he's looking fantastic. Um, he's actually fighting with weapons now, and we actually saw him and Jack actually fight with weapons, whatever huge military gray war machine gun that he came in there with. Uh, you actually saw him actually fighting with it um in game. And so Law was fighting with nunchucks in game. So that's actually great. Uh we're seeing that. Then they have the new heat, I think it's called heat wave or heat mechanic. I think mm -hmm. that's the new mechanic that's called. So it's actually some type of looks like it's some type of dash council that we saw. But it actually might be more properties to it. They might just be, you know, hiding a little bit. And actually, in the interview with Harada, they was actually saying like, uh, "Hey, uh, since you have this new system, is the rage mechanic going away?" 
And so he was basically like, no, that's not going away. That's going to be there. The new heat system is going to be there. And he basically was saying, like, look, we're trying to make this game, like, great to play and great to watch. We're trying to make it as offensive as we possibly can. We ain't trying to have nobody doing this in the corner, like throw hands or or, or you finna get off the sticks real fast. So, uh, (laughs) I mean, so you got people in the community that likes that. Some people don't like that. You know, at the end of the day, it is a fighting game. If we're trying to play this at the highest level, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I need to be able to have some defensive options. I mean, that does show my skill that, you know, no matter your onslaught, I can get out of it. Um, so hopefully they don't go too crazy with it because he's really saying he wants to make it great for spectators and all that other stuff. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, if you try to make it good for everybody, you start taking away from everybody a little bit. Um, so hopefully that isn't anything that's an issue. Um, Harada also spoke about the base roster that's going to be in Tekken 8. Um, I think the base roster of Tekken 7 came with like 32, is he 32 or 36 characters? Yeah, um, characters. but um, he didn't promise that it was going to be as high as Tekken um, 7 when it first came out because he was like, Look, with this Unreal Engine, we did everything from scratch. So by the time this game come out, he he basically said, look, at the end of the day, Tekken is known for having more characters than all these other video games because they scrubs. He basically just basically like violated them. Like, look, we, you know, we're going to be better than the competitors. Don't even worry about that. But as far as like launch, wow. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, he did. He kind of like violated them. But uh, he was like, as far as launch, I mean, I can't promise you it's going to be as much as it was, but at the end of the day, we're going to have a lot. So, you know, everybody break out your wallets for those season passes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and what else did he say? Because uh, I've been reporting on it a lot. He, yeah, he's basically talking about how he wants the game to be aggressive. Um, and what else? As far as they can come, that's the most they can come to my mind right now. But uh, yeah, so Tekken 8 really impressed me. Now, I wish the trailer would have been longer. Uh, this section is long, but I mean, hey, this this is Tekken 8 Street Fighter 6, which, which I want. Um, now, I wish the trailer could have been longer. Uh, there was no release date. So, you know, there's kind of a whole hum with that. Um, but I mean, hey, I mean, it, it maybe it's not ready for them to do it. I saw uh, Romanova, she was talking about how people should really just enjoy the ride. You know, you're going to get constant info. You're going to see constant stuff. Nobody's going to leave you dry and stuff. You know, not every game that's announced is going to be, you know, immediately ready for to give you a release date. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's not anything I'm upset about. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure most people, when you saw them releasing Tekken 8 and how, how they've been releasing it, you're kind of like, it's probably gonna be a while before this game comes out. Like when Street Fighter Six, when they started releasing that info on that and stuff like that, how they was doing it, we was like, "Oh, this game isn't too far off." June was kind of further than we thought, but yeah, you know. So that's my thoughts. Um, I'm so happy our Queen and Savior June is back. Um, and yeah, anybody else got anything they want to add? Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Dan. No, you go ahead, E. You got it, man. You know, you know, as far as like the offensive capability, like the thing for Tekken 8 is like, I kind of agree with that. What, what you're saying about how like they shouldn't go too 
go to um go to ham with that because I feel like that's in in essence in a few ways what they did with DNF Duel or uh, like what um Arc Systems did with DNF Duel and that's a game that has like a lot of offensive capability like there's a lot like you can see like if you've ever played DNF Duel before like the game in my opinion is it's very it leans very heavily towards offensive like there's very very few defensive cap- now they said that they changed that in the new patch like they changed it they added like the new character new patch and all that but the 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 fact is is that they had to change it you know what i mean and the first they the fact is they had to change it because it skewed too heavily towards people being offensive and there was like there were very few defensive options and i mean the options you had aren't that the, they are not sufficient in my opinion they just were not sufficient you know you can dodge roll and then you can like you know you have a a get off me move and i mean like every other people have the dp and stuff like that like the but some people's dp is complete garbage like if you're a grappler and you're trying to use the it's it's trash it's absolute trash there's almost no reason to use it so like the, in in this in that regard i'm like, i'm hoping if they do that they got it like it's they can skew that way but they can't skew too far that way because if you don't have enough defensive like te- um mechanics to balance it out then you're just going to it's just going to be a mess it's going to be a mess and people aren't going to want to play your game because they're just going to feel like okay i'm basically if you've ever seen um the 2018 um uh grappler baki where uh spec fights hanayama where spec is just sitting there just like punching and punching and punching and kicking him and then like hanayama's just sitting there blocking the whole time that will be your whole match you don't want that you really don't want that so hopefully they'll balance out like you know the fact that they want to be a little bit more offensive with like their defensive mechanics so we don't have like a uh a um really bad situation for um i guess like more defensive players well, you know, Harada was also the guy who said he sees video games, fighting games in the future, having a lot of AI capabilities in it. Like, basically, the game just doing stuff for you. I remember that. So, I mean, it seems with him leaning more towards, like, boo, boo, lights, camera, action, boo, like, that he's leaning more into, you know, making stuff easier for the people trying to get into the game. So, but go ahead, Mr. Gaming look. Um, the thing I'm actually really curious about, and I'm so hyped, is this new wave and new generation of guest characters. We've had, and I'm hoping that Street Fighters, that Capcom can start doing this now. Because from what I think Capcom, I think Street Fighters, like, made the only game that doesn't have a guest character. Just like last year, Tekken 7 had guest characters, Mortal Kombat had guest characters. Um... Did Soul Calibur have guest characters? Yes, they had they had uh Geralt and um 2D and um Ezio Adatore uh, and and Soul Calibur 5. Yep, and they had um I just uh, made him like so the last Soul Calibur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they had on um, the guy from uh what's his name? Uh it's slipping me now, the guy from um Samurai uh Showdown. Amaru. Um yes, and also Samurai Showdown had guest characters. Uh, from a weird from a weird choice well i guess a lot of these really but um had a what one from for honor well, that was a weird one to me for that honor. was weird yeah it was just out of left field but i'm, I'm so glad, ready uh... to see these guest characters like i don't know like tekken 7 i mean they brought negan out they brought a character from the walking dead so 
They and Final Fantasy. Yep, they got Noctis, Negan, Akuma, Geese. <laughs> like, and Eliza, she's technically a guest character too. I think, right? Uh you know what? I'm gonna be a hundred percent. I have no idea where Eliza is from. I don't know. I, th- I thought I heard. I, I thought that she was. T- no, 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 no. She's not a guest character. She was in Tekken Revolution. That's what it was. Oh, I think, okay. yeah, that she came from that game. Um, but man, I, I don't know when this game is gonna drop. I don't think they didn't give us a date, did they, for Tekken Eight, right? Nope. I so I don't know. I just might be theory crafting here. This might be far fetched, but I mean, they put Noctis in, in uh, Seven. Final Fantasy Sixteen come out in June. And if Tekken Eight come out after that, they might take you know another Final Fantasy character. And put I want to see Cloud. I ain't gonna lie. I want to see Cloud and Tifa. That's just me. Well, actually, I rather see Cloud and Soul Calibur. And Tifa makes more sense than Tekken. I agree. Um, act Tifa or Rude. I ain't gonna lie. Rude would kind of be kind of fire. Oh yeah. Ooh, bo- yo, they should put both of them. Rude and Reno yo. and Rude in there. Look, Mister No Round Brown, Poke Chop himself already told y'all they are not. From a 3D fighting game, they not getting in the hey, game. Man. He already told hey, you. Hey, I, hey, I just, I just like seeing the, the cool outside of the, the the norm stuff, man. Now, I do agree. I, I do. I would like to see some other 3D fighters from other games making it second, because uh, I don't think we've ever had that. Uh, maybe somebody from DOA. I mean, we've had the the uh, the uh, cross uh, crossing of like universes with Virtual Fighter and Dead or Alive, but we haven't had it with Tekken. I still want to see a Virtual Fighter versus Tekken. I still want to see something like this. That'd be nice. I want to see a, a 3D versus game. I don't know when that'll ever happen. Because um, at this point, I feel like Tekken versus Street Fighter has been scrapped. It's been like 100 years since that was. Well, right, I already told y'all, if you want to see Tekken cross Street Fighter, go play Akuma in Tekken 7. You already told y'all. And that's a good question. Is, Akuma, is Street Fighter going to come out? Are they going to have some main guest character like Akuma would? Like, I don't know, maybe this time it's, I don't know who they could put in the game. Uh, CJ from San Andreas is like the main, like, guest really? I don't know. I don't know, really? man. Like, <laughs> somebody. I'm just thinking, are they, are they, are they going to kind of focus? Maybe they might do what Poke Chop said to do, is focus on Tekken and have Tekken characters. Because they show in June, like, she's like a, a, a focal point, so... Maybe they might not do it this time. They, last time it was like, hey, we, we got a Kuma versus Heihachi. That's what you want. Um, but also, you know, people have mentioned this, and I, I kind of, this is whatever, but the Street Fighter Six box art, I ain't going to lie, man. They really they really dive in on this Popeye thing for Luke, man. This man looked like a, a, a new generation version of Popeye. Yeah, like, not just the arms, but the face. He's like this on the, on the cover. I'm like, this man is literally saying, I done, uh, Popeye, stand all I can stand. You can't stand no more. <laughs> like, that cover, he he looked crazy on that cover. Yeah, they, they, put I, the, they put the side-by-side of him and that Popeye picture. Yeah. And it's, it's really the same thing, even down to the facial gesture. The only thing that was missing was a was a, was a a pipe. Was yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Like, I, st- I still don't like his outfit for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know. I just, I like his Street Fighter Five outfit better, but that's 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 not a hero there. I just wanted to mention that. I'm just curious of the guest characters, and I really want to see Street Fighter for the guest character. Give me KO up something, at least KO. Put Kyo in. That'd be nice. Man, here go this quote that Harada said when they asked him about the amount of uh, characters in the initial roster. He said, "We redesigned all models from the ground up for Tekken Eight. 
So there would normally be fewer characters as a result. But despite the fact, we usually have more characters than our competitors, and we don't intend to change that. Bridges violated him for no reason. He he even asked him that. It's like, eh, you know, we got to build him over. But, I mean, it's not well, we ain't going to be no Street Fighter or, or no Mortal Kombat, <laughs> bro. Be for real. Like, Bridges violated him for no reason. He even asked him about it. That's kind of a flex, too. Because if you think about it, those models definitely – I'm not a game developer. But I would bet my money that those models take a lot more complex than making Street Fighter character models. That's like me going up to E and being like, hey, E, how you doing today? And he like, better than your broke tail. Like, dang, bro. Mm. <laughs> my wallet's bigger than yours. That's terrible. I ain't even ask, I ain't even ask I about it. Yeah, ain't ask about me, bro. Like, I'm just saying. You, oh, you gotta get real. I got in my account? A lot of them, more than you. Oh, I just, I just asked how you doing. Like, I'm in the Street Fighter release a week. We gonna double that. Like, Which car am I driving today, you say? <laughs> like, Brian asked you about Street Fighter. Like, I'm just telling you. Putting it out there. <laughs> you didn't even mention Street Fighter, man. <laughs> but, uh, so we go ahead and move on to the next topic. We're already 42 minutes in and talking about Street How does time go by this fast when we do this? Like, I, I just, I don't, yeah. it's been, this thing literally on 42 minutes. I told you when we did the FDC cooking, man, I thought I was talking for 30 seconds. You were like, man, it's 10 minutes. Like, what? I was just talking for 30 seconds. You know how to buy the time chamber or something? That's, that's why I always have to time myself. Like, when I do FGC quickies, like, I, I constantly look at the clock and just be like, all right, I got to stick by the title of the I say quickie. And then next thing, you know, I'll be like, you know, 25 minutes kind of fast, ain't it, though? If you really think about it in the grand scheme of your life. I mean, if you took a nap for 25 minutes, that's a quick nap. I don't know why I woke up this morning and thought I could just not eat and substitute it for a drink. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> but but uh, we can move on to our next topic, which is Project L. So we got more uh, Project L made sure, like, look, uh, the game awards finna come up. So we finna go ahead and release this real quick, like two days before, for, they, uh, for y'all forget about us. But um, <laughs> so Project L yeah. is out. They they gave us more, not out. I didn't I didn't say that. I ain't spoiling nothing. The game not out. I didn't say that. <laughs> they really they release more they release more info of the game, <laughs> and we got to see more of the mechanics of the game. You know, they the the developers of it um, gave us more information. You know, uh, and you know from the information we got, we I can still sit here and be like, all right, cool. I don't expect to get it till twenty twenty five, but cool. You know. <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, they basically showed a lot of, uh, more of the team mechanics. You know, uh, man, they got like uh, th- this game is uh, very, very well in depth. I mean, they got the different ta- uh, ways you can tag and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, it's it's looking um, beautiful. So we'll start with Mister Game a little before I just you know give away all the info before they even get to talk. Uh, start with you, Mister Game a little. What do you think about the game? What did you think about what you saw? And uh, does it have you just ready to spend your money like the Fryman? Uh, yes, it uh, it looks great. Um, if it if it wasn't free to play, I'd definitely pull out my wallet. Um, but I'm sure they're gonna you know they're gonna make you buy skins and stuff, and maybe a character or whatever. Oh, ain't yeah. nothing free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Project L is shaping up uh to be quite the fighting game for what we've seen so far. Uh, they showed off an extra character. I think her name was Alawi, I think. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, yeah, it's a Wowie. Mm-hmm. Allow she uh uh kind of a 
I'm not gonna say a brute character because she has like some interesting mechanics. She got like the tentacles. I have a, have a friend that has played um uh Ruin King, and her playstyle in the RPG is kind of it's like they're translating that over into the fighting game, where like she summons these like tentacles and they can like pressure you and stuff. Uh, but overall, the game looks dope. Uh, the visuals, the game looks very beautiful. Uh, the characters look cool. The game looks like it runs really well. It looks fluid. It doesn't look janky. Uh, it, it looks like it has all the, the makings of a really good fighting game right now. Uh, they show the mechanics, the movement. I mean, you got stuff like air dashing. You got uh, running, dashing, uh, a little, I think, short hops, uh, high jumps. Um, and, of course, I think most characters are going to have some type of unique character movement like Echo. Echo is a character right now that I'm looking at and I'm saying, like, man, this character is going to be kind of wild, like, just looking for what he can do. He can, like, roll and, like, set out an after image, and then he can, like, roll back to where he was and do all these mix-ups, and that character is looking insane. Like, I think out of all the characters so far, he looks the most possibly to be broken or really good. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, the, the visuals look great. The tag mechanics look like they look like they're seamless. Uh, they have this like you can tell like there's this green spark indicator that when they do a tag mechanic, so they show like uh, I think it's called uh, what did he call it? Um, handshake tag or something like that. Uh, there's like a uh, I forgot what it was where you like save a person's like a burst where a person get attacked and you bring them in with your partner, and you tag out, burst them off, but it can also yeah. be baited. Um, yeah. they showed uh, the tag launcher, which is very similar to uh, Cross Tekken's launcher where you can launch them and then tag into the, the partner um so they're they're taking a, they got wave dash and they're taking a lot of things from a lot of different fighting games like it's it's it really looks the most similar right now i would have to say to battle for the grid like battle for the grid and mbci is like what this game looks most similar to so if it's like you're thinking about a game to play to get ready for it i would say those two games would probably be a good um uh two bases to start at I saw Sonic Fox made a tweet that he said that he thinks that I think um, Skullgirls was a good game. And I, I can see that. I can see Skullgirls being a very solid game to play to get just, like, kind of familiar with this type of feel and speed of a game, like a tag game like this. Because um, it does look it does look pretty fast. It's not, like, insanely fast. Like, I don't think it quite looks as fast as something like Marvel 3. Yeah. But it's pretty fast. Um, even Battle for the Grid was pretty – that game was pretty fast. There's a lot of stuff happening. They have the active uh, tag switch with the assist, which is basically straight from uh, Battle for the Grid. And it makes sense because some of the people working on this game actually worked on Battle for the Grid, like Clockwork. He's working on this game. He helped work on uh, Battle for the Grid, so it makes sense. Um, and the active switch is just basically you call an assist, but they stay out there for like a long time, but you can choose to call them out and switch at any moment. So that makes like, even in Battle for the Grid, like, like mix-up was so deadly because you could just do stuff and just might switch your timing up like almost every time. And they'd be like, okay, when is he gonna when is he gonna tag out? So the game is shaping up to be something that I'm very hyped to play. I'm I'm very excited for this game. Um I hope that it come I hope we get a beta or something soon. I don't know. They said it's like 30% done with the game. Um but yeah, it, it's it's looking amazing. And this game has the potential to be something really special in the fighting game community for the competitive scene because it has the potential to bring a lot of people from the League of Legends audience. Uh, which a lot of them probably don't even play fighting games at all. But, I mean, if they like this universe and characters or not, they might just be like, hey, I want to try this game to see how it plays. And we, you just might have a game that could be revolutionary. That's still up for debate. It's still up for in, in the air. We don't know just yet. But I'm definitely ready to see this game be played. Project Dale looks amazing.
Yeah, it's gonna be a whole different thing if you see like Pokemon or you know SQC playing it. <laughs> you know the thing about like Project L is is that um when they first announced that they were going to be making that game, I was like, wow, like really? Like, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because I mean, like Riot, they they already have League of Legends, they made like they have the MOBA. They already have Legends of Runeterra, which is a card bat a card battle game. They have Valorant, which is a first person like squad based shooter, you know, tactical squad based shooter. So what? Well, I mean, I feel like this is kind of like Project L was kind of like the next logical step, I guess, and them kind of covering all of their bases. And uh, I mean, yeah, I like on Mr. Gamelove said it does look like a real pretty cool game. I like the animation, like the the way they animated the characters and stuff. I think that's the way they did the animation on the characters looks really cool. Um, going back to what it is about Alawi, yeah, the whole pressure with like the tentacles and stuff. I mean, that's that's how she works in the actual game. So it's kind of like wow, like they actually ported that over, which is really cool. I didn't when if when I think of characters that I would have brought from League of Legends to Project L, um, Alawi is not one of them. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, how did they how would they do that? And then they're like, yeah, this is how we do it. I'm like, okay, cool. So that <laughs> that puts um brings to question what other characters are they thinking about bringing in the future, right? Because the Echo, like Just thinking about that. Echo does look like a really like he looks problematic. Like with like all the like he's he's pretty good in like the actual game, but in this game, he looks to be a problem, you know. I think he might like I agree with Mr. Gamelos. I think he might be an issue going forward for a lot of people. Um, um, characters that I would like to see show up um, from League of Legends from the from the game, uh, Mordekaiser. I think Mordekaiser would be a, um, be a really cool character to show up. Timo, I would like to see Timo. Um, Ziggs, these are all characters that I really like from um, League of Legends. Um, yeah, like the, I think those are the characters immediately that I think of that I would like to see um, in the game. Uh, Mordekaiser, Timo, Ziggs. Uh, Ziggs just throwing bombs everywhere. Like that's that's pretty much what he does. He just makes bombs and throws them at people. Like what what more do you need? <laughs> um, Timo, he's like this little furry dude who like shoots people like poison darts, so they could have like him kind of be like a. I would if I were to make a character like that in the Project L, I would be like, okay, what we're gonna have him do is we're gonna have him shoot people with a poison dart, and it does like a small amount of damage, but then like until you hit him, the poison does damage over time, or maybe it, it has a timer, whichever happens first, right? The timer runs out or you hit him and you're, uh, what's called, you lose your poison or something like that. Uh, Mordekaiser, I mean, you can go any which way with that guy because he has like the move that he like, where he brings up the hand and it pulls you to pulls you towards him. He's got the, like the, uh, his big ultimate move where he pulls you into like another realm where he's like super powerful and you're just like normal powered. Like, yeah, man, like there, there's so many things like there, they have like so many characters and it's it's going to be really cool to see which ones they pick and choose to add to the game. Now that's assuming they don't bring over everybody, which I don't think would be, would be practical, but that would be, it would be interesting, but I don't think it'd be practical. Uh, one thing that um, I saw on Twitter is um, perfect legend was saying how he wasn't really kind of a, like a, um, a fan of like, he wanted it to kind of be a one-on-one -on -one game as opposed to it being like a two V two. And I mean, you know, if like you're, everybody has their preferences, but I personally, I like the idea of it being a 2v2 because it leaves the door open for stuff like, um, like in Street Fighter Cross Tekken, where you have like um, team tournaments where you can play on, um, on 2v2s, you know, with your friends and stuff like that. And, you know, 
uh, I mean, because like I was saying, like I kind of missed out on that. I I didn't get to play Street Fighter Cross Tekken at all during the time when it was like, out and popular, um, arguably popular. And um, I I would like to get a chance to do something like that, you know, to go to a, a team up with a friend, you know, and do like a tag uh, uh, tag moves and stuff, and you know, really share the experience with somebody, you know, um, as a, in the team aspect whether it's in a tournament or online, what have you, I think that in my opinion is just, it's just more, more fun. So that's something I would really love to see in uh, coming up in like project L just generally speaking, it looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty, pretty well-developed game. Um, Riot, I think is go uh, putting the kind of, I think they really want to make a splash in the FGC. So as a result, they've kind of been taking their time. They're not the kind of, they were up till now, they were playing their cards kind of close to the chest, unless you were like somebody who actually got their hands on the game a while back. But like, for the most part they they haven't really released a whole lot of information. So it's, it was kind of nice to get like this little, this little information dump about how the game has progressed up to this, up to this point. Now, I mean, here's hoping it doesn't come out like it comes out and it's like not complete hot garbage. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like that would be very, 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 very depressing. Like to have like, you know, this game come out and you're like, it's going to have this, it's going to have this, it's going to have this. And then like it comes out and it's garbage. I don't think it's going to happen, but there's always that remote possibility that it, uh, that it comes out. And like, I mean, let make sure the net code is all right, man. Like when you like, don't forget, do not neglect your net code, please. Like you make it, make it look as good as you need to put the good characters in, make sure your mechanic mechanics are on point, but for the love of God, do not forget to straighten out your net code before you put it out there. The last thing you need is to have a game that is polished and pristine and to have it not play right on the internet, to have it not play right on like people who are like, two or three states away that would be i mean look at grand blue fantasy grand blue fantasy versus i mean that was a game that had all of the um had all the hype coming out and it was good it was fun to play the problem was is that their net code wasn't really like set up to like you know set up to support people playing online all the time like that you know what i mean like it came out and then it kind of especially like in the online sectors it kind of it wasn't really getting that kind of attention anymore don't let that happen to you, Riot. Just like make sure your make sure your net code is on point for that. Um, with that, I mean that's pretty much it for me, man. Like, folks, bring in new characters. Please make it um a two two v two like uh, two players versus two players like tag thing and uh, focus on your net code. I was those are the main bullet points of my presentation here. Thank you very much. I know it's been a, it's been years since they announced it was working on Project L, but I think already they confirmed that their uh, internet is going to be uh, the bee's knees. Because I know um, the, the cannons and stuff they was working on GGPO, if I'm not mistaken. So I think it's already kind of set in stone. I don't remember if it was an, an announcement, but I think it's it's known that their net code is going to be Chef's Kiss. Um, yeah. And Grand Blue, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, everybody was releasing games with bad netcode, really. And, you know, Grand Blue just having to release at a time where, like, right afterwards, it was just like, you know, hey, uh, we in a pandemic. Everybody stop us. Everybody stop showing up. So it was kind of like, you know, you go into the gym, you getting all flexed and stuff like that, and you're like, yeah, I'm in shape. I'm the man. And you turn around and you know, uh, Michael Clark Duncan behind you, like, say what? 
like, all right, my career over with, you know, what am, what am I supposed to do? You know, but, um, I mean, these gentlemen here have already, you know, said, I mean, basically everything that can be said about Project L. I will say the one thing that, um, you know, uh, the few things that I love. One, I mean, it does look beautiful. I'm sorry. I am one of those people that'll get into a game just because I walked by and I was like, ooh, pretty colors. You know, I'm sorry. That's just me. You know, like I'm off to a flame. I mean, I can remember people playing more uh, UMVC3 back in the day or playing um, KOF 13 and you saw those games and you was, you'd be walking by and you hit the, like, what's that? Look what the child playing. So, uh, you know, that's, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, it's beautiful, beautiful. I care about what it looked like. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm vain. But uh, what else? Um, man, I love that um, what they put into the game where I forgot what it's called, where you can um, you can call in your assist, and I think you can delay the assist, and then while the assist is still out, you can switch characters with the assist while he's still right there, you know. So I thought that was amazing. I was like, I don't know if this has ever been uh, done in a fighting game before. Um, I mean, Blaze you know, Blue Cross Tag. Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, that mechanic. That's what Power Rangers has started it, I think. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's it's just like asking to get happy birthday if you go uh, if if something goes wrong. But I mean, it's it's still pretty cool, you know. So hopefully nobody gets to, uh, happy birthday too much. No, um, hopefully they do. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it'll be good for us people watching. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can tell they're putting a lot of love and care in this game. I mean, they taking their sweet time, man. You know? And, I mean, you could tell they really care because they announced that the game was going to be one way, and then next thing you know, they came back and was like, you know, we kind of changed our mind. We, we think it'd be better if we did this, you know. Uh, some people probably feel pressure to just keep going. You know, people say, hey, they like this. You know, why why change it? But, uh, yeah, I mean, the stuff is – the movement is smooth. I mean, I, I mean, I hate to sound like the old man yelling at the clouds. I mean, you know, I, when I first looked at it with Devin, I was kind of like, man, like, it looks kind of stiff. But I was comparing it to UMVC, to be honest. I was comparing it to Marvel versus Capcom. And, I mean, I don't know a game that's as fluid as that. You know, uh, this is loose as that, as Maximilian would say. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, promising. The games look fantastic. Shout out to the Cannon Brothers. Shout out to uh, Riot. You know, um, shout out to everybody that's working on the game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. You know, uh, Hopefully, uh, you know, like Evan said, it don't come out to be trash and, you know, uh, Project L will have a whole different meaning then. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would uh, definitely change the uh, narrative. Oh, God. <laughs> like when Mighty Number no. 9 came out. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and look at that Mighty Number no. 9 rant he did. That was legendary. But yeah, uh, 99 problems in a good game ain't one. <laughs> Mighty Number no. 9. Nine, 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 nine. But uh, so we're already an hour in, but you know we need three uh YouTube videos to uh, make it through the week. So we'll go ahead and talk about this last topic. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, so what does Kami put out a tweet? And I'll read the tweet right here. Um, he said 
people being mad loop players are winning makes no sense considering and you know uh we know that loop basically right now is somebody who's terrorizing the, the last season of street fighter five um tokido's best season was street fighter not street fighter two season two akuma punks was season two karen problem x was a broken abigail Atani was season one, season two, Nikali. Smug was season two, Balrog. All Mikas was season one. Every one of your favorite players are your favorite players because of broken characters. Also, the people saying problem is not known for his. Okay, we don't have to talk about that one. But yeah, so basically that's what he said, you know, and he said he's standing on what he said. So um, how do you feel, Mr. Game of Do you feel like a lot of. Um, of our favorite players are known for top tiers and do you feel like it's necessary to play top tiers um to really achieve a level where you can be among the greatest of the greatest you know if you want to be the very best that no one ever was <laughs> um <clears throat> i think there's some truth to that it's it, like i said when on the uh fgc quickie it's like a double-edged sword um there is some truth and again i think this i think this really more so applies now to street fighter 5. uh like i mentioned in that video street fighter 5 as opposed to previous games and just any fight game really in this era that we're in right now is a lot more competitive it's, it's a lot more involved in esports it's a lot more money being handed around a lot more events i mean you got capcom pro to all these events hundred thousand dollars it's like people if you have the talent to be a good player and you, you have the talent to be a, a good fighting game player competitor, it's like really if all this money is on the line, you would rather have the best option, the best tool at, at, at your disposal to have the best chance of winning. So it makes sense in that regard. Um, and with, like I said, again, Street Fighter Five is a game that has been uh, a lot more money been uh, involved in like the competition. Um, and I mentioned earlier, that your favorite player, I don't think is necessarily the same thing, like just because they play top tier. Um, there could be differences such as like, okay, you might play the same character, but a person plays characters different. Everybody has different play styles. I know Street Fighter Five was a game that wasn't, especially early on, it wasn't too much like personal expression in terms of like when you saw Street Fighter Four play when like different people play different characters, you kind of you could tell. You can tell, like, oh, that's that's so and so playing that. That's that's uh, Stanford Keller playing a guy. That's Bond Chan playing a guy. You know, you could kind of tell, like, with their tendencies. So I think you still can make that argument that okay, maybe like a lot of people playing the same characters, but people still have different tendencies. They make decisions differently. Uh, you might have this one player. He plays Luke, but you like the way he he whiff punishes. He whiff punishes like no other Luke. So that's why he's your favorite player because yeah, he plays Luke, but his whiff punishes just like insane you, you don't see anybody else whip punish like he does or this person their defense is like just ironclad like nobody blocks mix-ups and can guess as much like this person does so there's still sponsored like differences what'd you say it's sponsored by legos yeah man like i still need to make that a, a thing man i <laughs> um but yeah you, you have somebody has a really ironclad defense so those could be reasons why they're your favorite players outside of them playing top tiers but I, I do understand what he's getting at. I do think that there are some people that like, hey, he, he wins a lot, so that's my favorite player. And and if we're honest about it, people like seeing a person win. Well, people like seeing a person win. Then when they start winning too much, people almost like, right, you're winning too much. So it's like it's almost sometimes it's a double-edged thing again. But for the most part, people do like seeing winners. So if you're winning, like, oh, he won, you know. 
Uh, just like Punk. Punk is a great player. Punk played uh, Karen. Uh, he was terrorizing people with Karen uh, a lot early on in Street Fighter. But I wouldn't say that uh, anybody that said Punk is their favorite player, I wouldn't just say that because he was winning. Like, he was really good. Like, he was he was kind of playing Karen like nobody else at that time. Like, honestly, like, he was – I, I watched him play. He would make some of the craziest whiff punishes. Like, he would just optimize every situation. He would just – he was really good at imposing his will on you and just kind of just, like, just – the game plan just fell apart for you. So I would say watching him playing Karen, like he kind of had that that it factor when he came to playing Karen. Uh so again, like I said, if you if you got money on the line, why not pick the best option? I said again, something that I said on the FTC quickie, like if I got a rock that I'm trying to break, there's no point in me going to the kitchen and grabbing a butter knife. When I know that I could possibly break this rock with this butter knife, but it's gonna take me a really long time and it's gonna be really difficult to do. But if I get this hammer over here that's specifically designed to smash this rock just like I need, why not use the rock, the, the hammer? You know, so it's like there's no point in using some, some other uh, tool that's less capable of getting the job done when I can use this one. And, and again, just because you use top tier does not mean you're going to be good with that character because you still got to learn how to use the character. Um, I think I think some people think that there's a thing, of, oh, you pick a top tier, so it's just going to be easy. No, you still got to learn how to Use this character. Um, they have good tools, but you still have to learn how to utilize those tools. So I definitely see where Kami is coming from. And I definitely say there's some truth in, in it that I do think that some people would say that XYZ player is their favorite player because they are they use top tiers and they win a lot with that top tier. But I still think there's a great number, equal or maybe even more, that are just people that have seen people play. For, like, like, let's say, because it's almost like you're, you're diminishing what the person did before. There's a lot of people that like watching Taquito. I know Rexon, he loves watching Taquito, but he's like, he's like, Taquito has been his favorite player for a long time outside of just Street Fighter Five or one of his favorite players. He's not just because he saw him winning in Street Fighter Five or doing good in Street Fighter Five. You know, it's, people have been playing games before Street Fighter Five. So I think that's kind of a stretch to say that's my favorite. He just might, I just like this person because they, you know, somebody might like Justin Wong because he's, been great in other games. I like to watch him play these games, so I'm just gonna still root for him. He's my favorite player in five, you know. So it's it's kind of a it's a great area there. It's it's like a it's, it's some truth to it, but I think there's is it's more than just a person using the top tier. But I, I still I get what he's saying. That's that's so that's so much money going around nowadays, and it used to. It's like I gotta use the best tool. Um. In regards to talking about using the best tool, I definitely agree uh, agree with that. I mean, the the whole thing is like if you're trying to win a match, then I mean that I mean it, that just seems natural, right? Like, what do you what else are you going to do other than use like the thing that gets you the best results? Um, like for me personally, when I'm choosing a character, like you guys know this, I use Rule of Cool. Now that's both it's a double edged sword, right? Because sometimes you pick like a character who's like cool, like a, a mid-tier character or maybe even a high-tier character. But sometimes you choose like a character who's like complete garbage and you just have to hold that L. And uh, most of the times, though, it does. Like I remember one time when I was playing Blaze Blue, uh, the, it was the first one, actually, um, Calamity Trigger. When the first one came out and um, I was like, oh, man, who's the coolest looking character to me, to me in this game? It's Arakune. And... Arakune was one of the best characters in the game. And I used to be like, what, really? And then when you really think about it, the way that Arakune worked in that game, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, because 
back if for those of you who didn't play like uh blaze blue uh calamity trigger when it came back in the olden days um unlike how it is now where if like you know he has like a timer on the um on the curse on the curse mark back then you could um curse somebody and they had to hit you in order to like what's called in order to um get you know, get the curse off them now you would you would think maybe oh that's not too difficult except for the fact that Arakune is very is pretty evasive he floats around a lot like his uh, jumps like he can float around and then if he's on uh, if you get him to the edge of the screen uh, like you put his back against the wall if he dub that back dashes while he's in the air at the edge of the screen he he leaves and goes to the other side of the screen so it was really it's really difficult to like get a beat on him sometimes and like all you had to do is hit him once but he will make you work for that one hit. Um, so yeah, man, like that, like that as a person playing the game at that time, I didn't have to work as hard as other people did in order to win a match. Like that's just the way it was. And like, if you're trying to win, like if you're trying to win a match and like, we're talking about having money on the line, you don't want to have, you don't want to be stressed out, you know, or have to, or God forbid you're working against the mechanics of the character. Like that's what happens a lot is people choose a character that's like um, lower tier or something like that. And you're actively having to fight against the character as well as the opponent and their character. You don't, there's already enough variables going on in the game. Anything could happen. I mean, you've seen the kind of like ridiculousness that transpires, like like with the advent of Twitch clips and everything like that. I mean, people clip all the time, like all types of outrageous things happening during the match. And you're just kind of like, why did that happen? Well, it doesn't matter. You just lost the match, you know, this, uh, this like act of God in the middle of the match happened. And now, and, and you have a fit, you are now the per. you thought for a minute, oh, you thought you're going to win, but like, no, nah, like, uh, God, like the, the, but literally the clouds parted, God reached down and took that win from you and replaced it with an L and said, yeah, that's it for you, bro. You're, you're done for 0 and 2. So, I mean, mm. it, it happens, man. And you don't want, and you, that's already baked in. You know what I mean? That is already baked in as something that is likely to happen. It's not guaranteed, but it is very likely. So with that knowledge, you don't want to play with it. You don't want, really want to play with a character that has like this thing where, oh man, every time I punch somebody, I explode and I lose half my health. You don't want that. You want somebody who like punches people like three times and they're dead. Like that's it. Well, I mean, it's all about what was it? The um, what are the uh, I was a uh, this um retribution. He's um a, a soul caliber player, and we're talking about <laughs> we were we were having um dinner one time. It was like the collisions group and talking about the uh, Pythagorean theorem, right? You know, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. You know, and we were talking about that in essence of um, of what's called, of League of Legends, you know, trying to get, you know, through the jungle and stuff like that to like, you know, either get away from somebody or to reinforce your, your, um, your team. But when it comes to fighting games, the idea is there are two points, your health being full and your health being depleted at zero. I'm trying to find the shortest distance between you being alive and you being dead every single match. Like that's, that is the uh, practical application of the Pythagorean theorem in every really? single fighting game is to find the fi fastest route between you being, you standing up and you being on the ground, right? And if that, and if that is your goal, if that is your, your God's honest goal, then you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta, you, you pick, pick a hot top tier. Now, 
are you going to be good with that character? Like Mr. Game, like Mr. Gameless said, that remains to be seen. You have to, you know, you got to train up, train up. You got to learn the character. You got to learn how other characters, you know, interact with your character. But I mean, if you got a character that doesn't have to deal with a lot of the um, outrageousness, you know, they have like a pretty solid foundation. They got good moves. They got good range. They're they're decently fat. They don't need to be like super fast. They don't need to be like Chip Xanif or anything like that. But they don't. You don't want it to be too slow, right? I mean. I mean, but what it really comes really comes down to is, you know, focus, like Mr. Gamelow said, once again, the best tool for the job. What is the best tool for the job? You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to, like, go out and dig a hole with, like, with, with like a, a tuning fork. You know what I mean? You're not going to bring out a tuning fork to, like, dig a hole, are you? I, I mean, you could, but it wouldn't be a very good idea. Like, that is a very, very real thing you could do, but I wouldn't advise it. You know, if you want to get the best results, if you want to, like I said, shortest point between two, shortest, um, shortest distance between two points, not having a hole dug and having a hole dug. Are you going to use a tuning fork? Sure, you could, but that's not the, that's not going to put you on the shortest, uh, shortest distance between two points. You need a shovel. Why? Because that is going to get you the results you want as quickly as possible in the most efficient manner. And this is what, this is why we talk about um, uh, using top tiers. Anytime somebody uses a top tier in a game, in a game, any top player, they are they, that. Like I said, the practical application of the Pythagorean theorem in fighting games, every single time, every single time, and and they they're like they are living, they're living that truth, man. And I I can't even be mad at that, man. Like you pick the top tier, I'm like, you know what? You just you you got it, bro. I, I'm not even. I can't blame you. I'm gonna keep playing like this mid tier, like Miguel, for a while, but you know. Good luck, man. You got Zafina. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to be a fight, but uh, you're probably going to beat me. <laughs> like if we're if we're basically around the same same skill level, I, and a, a lot of times if your character is like just has that one thing, that one thing that kind of that makes you win by it's either by an inch or a mile. Either way, no nobody cares, right? Because what it comes down to is you got the W and I didn't. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, am I wrong? Like, that's just the way it works. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, I like you won. I didn't. Now I might win next time, but you know, like I, then, then of course in that, that instance, now I have to start like, um, cause if you're like capitalizing on my character's deficiencies, now you're putting me in a position where I have to start compensating for that. You know, like they're so like, I have to start making adjustments based on, my character's deficiencies instead of like trying like you know focusing more on that the deficiencies instead of capitalizing on the strengths now uh yeah i i would say yeah man like the top the whole instance of like being a top tier of somebody playing top tier characters i think like that really it's it it kind it's kind of speaks to people's ability like players ability to like kind of like you know like be like more efficient like it's like the efficiency of people who've like who know the game and have learned the game and are like really really in it man and uh i gotta respect that i think that is uh i i respect it and i think it's definitely the one of the best ways to play the game you know especially if you're going for the win every time you're, you might as well just pick the top tier because that's going to get you the results you want man and, that, and what it comes down to is re like results that's what it is like at the very end of the day how what what's the number on what's the number on the what's called on the left and the right side of that little dash 
Is it is it eight and zero? Oh? Is it seven and one, or is it zero oh and two? You know. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, leaving me some leftovers, you and Devin, uh, for the talk <laughs> on this topic. Uh, you know, it's a little little bit of skin left on the bone, but I'll take it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I mean like, we just gonna keep this real. We, you know, we gonna keep it a beam, as the young folks say nowadays. Um, Devin, let me ask you a question. When you was in, uh, when you was in college and you was taking like drawing fifteen, when you was like in them higher levels, uh, when they told you you had to go drawing stuff like that, did you go to uh, Family Dollar and buy the five dollar pack of Crayola uh, color pencils to do it? Uh, I can confirm that I definitely did not. I went to a place where one pencil cost five dollars itself. <laughs> exactly, because that tool helps you get the job done as efficient and great as possible. I mean, Crayola crayons. I mean, they. I mean, they color pencils. One thing I ain't like about them, they they drew so thick. You like without even trying. It's like, man, I want this kind of thin. <laughs> it just stick automatically. But you know, that's besides the point. Um, you know, I can remember, you know, even when you on the freeway and you want to go to zero to uh, 200 miles per hour in five seconds, you didn't go buy the uh, the new Honda Civic. You wouldn't have got that new Bugatti, right? Of course. I mean, what else would you be driving, man, at that point? If you really need those, need that, that got that need for speed. Or the Lambo or, you know, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, which I'm know. feeling that goes with my outfit at the time. <laughs> And, you know, when I do, uh, you know, photography at gaming events and I know it's going to be super dark, people going to be popping off, moving fast and all that other stuff. You know, I don't go break out the new, uh, the the old school Nikon cool pics, the one with the, uh, the zoom lens that already come attached to the body that you can't remove and stuff like that. That's shooting two megapixels, you know, like, I mean, of course I could. But then, you know, you go have the hardest job known to man is basically like just trying to shoot a, uh, take a picture with a squirrel at that point. <laughs> so, you know, like, I mean, bro, like, if you want to get a job done efficiently as possible, especially when stuff is on the line and you're going against other people, why are we not, you know, like we were saying before, like, it's like a boxer, you know, instead, like, you, you, you're a talented boxer finna go to the championships and you're just like, you know what, instead of getting a world-class coach, I'm going to get uh, Uncle Roy for the, you know, be my coach. You know, he looked like he got some stuff when I saw him knock out that dude uh, behind the gas station one time. <laughs> you know, why would you do that? You know, why would you do that? He, he don't know nothing about it. And, you know, unless, and, uh, and everybody knows, like, you know, people do it. When they're trying to be the best, there's money on the line, it's me against you, I'm trying to get you up out of here. Like he said, I'm trying to make this as straight a line as I possibly can. Like, let, let's keep it a bean. When when Leroy came out in Tekken 7, how many people was playing him? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> when when Dragon Ball Fighters first came out, how many people was playing Kid Goku and Bardock? When Android 21 came out, how many people was playing him? Oh, my gosh. When when MVC three was UMVC three was at its apex, Devin, how many people had Virgil Zero and Doom as a team? I mean, you know, how many people to play Chun Li in Third Strike? I mean, one of the goats, Justin Wong, played him. You know, how how many people when uh, Custom Jackie was out in MK eleven was playing her? Huh? 
I mean, when Guilty Gear Strive came out, how many people was gorilla and was so bad guy? <laughs> Better call Toll. <laughs> like, keep it, let's keep it real. Like, everybody trying to win. It's it's the point of the fighting games. Like, we're trying to win. Now, yes, it, I mean, if we're just saying there's there's no tournament, no money on the line, and everybody's just playing, having fun, of course, you go have, you can have, you know, a pocket this. Sometimes I like to break out that. You know, this is fun, that's fun, especially in UMVC. Like, after a while, people just started doing wonky stuff with wonky different teams, you know. But when we was at tournament and it was time to get it in, you know, wasn't nobody picking Iron Fist. Like, let's be real. Like, wasn't nobody doing it. Like, so when there's money on the line, you know, bragging rights on the line, you know, top places on the line, I'm trying to win, bro. Like, and I'm trying to win – I'm trying to find the tool that matches with my skill set as optimal as possible, as best as possible. And I'm I'm trying to punch you in the nose until your health bar go down. Like that's that's just basically it. Yep. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, yeah, we, if a game releases to where like almost everybody in the cast is just like it's evenly balanced and stuff, then okay, yeah, we'll just see who's the best. You know, as far as like my skill against your skill, but like, look, if I'm trying to win, like, I mean, ain't no shame in, in some people's game and just come in there and take the control and just rub their nose across it and, you know, get first place, you know, just from the character being that dope. You know, how many, I mean, you know, E is, is, has talked about Dark Phoenix and the, I can't control it. And, you know, how many people was just like, when you hear that, it's like, oh, stuff is near. Death is near. And the person who was controlling him was like, <laughs> Birdman hand rubbing. So, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it, man. I mean, you know, we I'm trying to win. You trying to win. I mean, if 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 I'm coming up here with Luke and you still trying to do this with, you know, what's the dude night? Alex. I mean, hey, bro, you, you selected him, not me. So, <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say. Anybody else got anything that? I want to add, um, E, uh, he says something that I thought about. And also, uh, the thing that uh, I think that the biggest factor, like dividing factor about what Tommy said, I think is the fact that a person could, like like I said earlier, and I meant to say this, uh, could be your favorite player because of what they did prior or their personality. So... When, well, I think when people say use the term favorite player, it's not just about who you play or if you win. It could be their persona. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think, again, I think about, like, Arturo. He's one of my favorite players because he made me enjoy watching Dawson. When that's kid, I hated in Street Fighter. I hated Dawson. Him and F-Champ made me love watching Dawson be played because they played that character so methodically in four. And I still like seeing Arturo play Dawson in five. And I I think right now Dawson is like like Dawson is out here taking like folks lunch money. And but I still like Arturo is still one of my favorite players, but not because he's using a good character. Um so I think that's 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 the second part of it. It's like uh again, there's one side where you can be my favorite player because he just win. And also you're my favorite player because I've followed you for years and I've seen you develop as a player and you've played all these different games and you've been good at so many different games. Uh, I think that's another reason why you've been good. And I will say, man, playing top tiers feel good sometimes. But there's also this this dividing factor of do you enjoy the character? And it's almost like this is a, this is a difference too. 
when it comes to you being up in the higher echelon of money making, possibly maybe being able to make a lot of money with this, it's like it becomes kind of, it's technically a job at that point. Yeah. So it's like you gotta d- divide, like, okay, I enjoy playing this character, or do I do I sacrifice that to play a character because I know it's gonna give me the better option to win. And sometimes people do really well with characters they enjoy playing at high levels. You know, some people win with characters that that's not that's out of the uh, outside of the meta. Um, Bro, the but also have already been written for y'all, man. <laughs> First one and one, pick a top tier. Hey man, I mean, I mean the lit the, the legendary Sanford Kelly did say that on a, on an old video. Pick a top tier. He said it, and he looked at the camera, and said, "Pick a top tier." So pick a top tier. I mean. He's he's right. There's there's some truth. There's some, some valid truth to that. But also picking a top tier feels good sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. I was playing Grand Blue. When I first started. I was playing Sawyer, and at that time, I think he was like considered the worst in the game. I believe before he got some changes. But I enjoyed the character. I just thought it was cool. Uh, then I switched to Zeta. She was a lot better. She was a pretty good character. A lot better. And then I switched to Belial. And I was I was running amok out here, and the character was fun. Yeah, he, he is a, good, a really fun character. He is a good character, but he's fun, and I I really I enjoy play. I just enjoy stomping on people's heads, scooping them up, and I, he was just fun. I enjoyed walking toward people. Counter, it, it was just fun. Play. It just felt good. It was like I feel like I'm decent at the game. But when you when you pick a character, it's just like so much. Like man, I can win so much easier. And I don't, it's almost I ain't gonna say you don't have to try, but it's like dang, this is so much easier. Right. I even had a friend I used to play when I used to play Marvel in college, and that's when I was like actively going to t- tournaments more to actually compete for Marvel. I had a friend I used to uh one of my training partners, uh Tim Walton. He played Marvel. He played he played Zero May Crably. No. No, he played some <laughs> some form of it. He played, I think, like Magneto, Zero Magneto Dante, something like that. I played, I was sticking with my guns. Spider-Man X Men 3 Dante. <laughs> That was Spider Man is my favorite Marvel character. He's like my favorite I'm so character sorry. in that game. I mean, Spider Man is actually really good in that game, but it, it take again. It's like why pick Spider Man when Spencer exists? It's like why you still picking X twenty three? Because I remember Spider Man I mean, was garbage when the game came out. And and ultimately, he's actually like really a viable character. It's just like it takes a lot more work and like setup to for him to be good and execution. Um, X23, she's not the greatest, but she has some really cheap set play. So I was just like, you know, I would use a set play. I mean, if you if you play your, your cards right, you can deal with you can get rid of two characters without them even being able to press a button or the whole team. Like, but he told me he was sitting there playing a long set. I think actually getting ready for a tournament. We playing a long set. He said, "Man, you know, you're kind of good at this game. You'd be a lot better though if you pick better characters." I'm like, I can't do it, man. Like, I just. I told him I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't want to play the. Now I do enjoy Magneto. I, Magneto, I just love movement. So he, he's a character that I, I could definitely play as a top three. But he was just like, man, you'll be a lot, you'd be better at this game if you just pick better characters. I'm like, but I, I Spider Man though, Web Zip, Web Ball, Web Through, Ultimate Web Through, Ultimate Spider, Ultimate Web Loss. <laughs> I mean, I said ultimate spider, maximum spider, uh, maximum I mean, spider. I guess. I mean, I mean, that I don't know, man. Thing with him, though, man. I mean, you can't say. I mean, you know, he had his fair share of wins, bro. I mean, but in the, even well, this is a team game, so it's kind of a different dynamic because 
a lot of Spider-Man players that you saw that were decent, they usually had top tier characters on their team. They usually had like I know um Airborne, I think he played like uh Do- uh Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Doctor Doom. Or you got like Spider-Man. It's usually Spider-Man and Doom was was good friends. Like we said earlier, Doom was on a lot of teams. Uh oh, so assist, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, like I said, why pick Spider-Man one especially in the games? Like when I, I like the web zip. Hey, just the web zip. You do the same thing, zip. And he also punching your mouth and you die in one hit. Zero is definitely zipping all over the place with his rainbows. Yeah. So that's that's just what I wanted to add on extra that I, that I thought about earlier that I didn't say. But yeah, man, it, it feels good to play top tiers when you when you play a character that you enjoy and then you you see the difference in like how easier it is, like how much more accessible it is for you to win. Again, not that it's like just the easiest thing in the world. You still gotta put work in, but there is a difference. And like a, like I stated that when when it's when it's different from just playing a character to now money, it's like you you know you pick that. But again, like that's why I want to throw that difference because I think that's what I was trying to think about earlier. What is the difference? Favorite players can be for a number of reasons, not just because they win with a top tier. You might have a player again that's your favorite player that plays top tier, but you might have liked that player way before they even started playing Street Fighter Five. So that's that's the one thing that I forgot that I was trying to remember how to bring that back full circle. So there you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Oh, I was just going to say real quick, like, you know, you're talking about like playing the characters you want. Uh, I, would, I would take a, like a little side trip here. Say like, you know, you ever been in that situation where you've played somebody that's not necessarily good in the meta and you beat somebody else, you know, with using a top tier character. I think that like, I feel like, that's kind of the reversal of being like, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, there's so much to be said because that means that your skill, like in, in my opinion, when I beat somebody who's like, especially cause like, for example, when I started playing DNF duel, like this was like a couple, like maybe two weeks in when I actually started learning a couple of the combos with grappler. Now grappler is considered to be not that great in the game for a number of reasons, but he's a really strong character. And if he gets a hold of you, you're you're gonna if he gets a hold of you maybe two or three times you're dead um and uh there have been a couple of times where like you know i like most of the time i'm struggling right because i'm just like well i gotta sit here and block until i get a chance or if um or if i if i get lucky or something like that or i'll have like you know maybe an even match but most of the time i'm on the back foot but every once in a but there have been a couple of times where i've played people who have even been using top tier characters against somebody who's like been playing the game a lot longer than me and i've steamrolled them using grappler and i feel like that is probably one of the greatest greatest feelings ever you know what i mean like it's like it's different from winning with a with with a top tier because it's kind of like yo i i really did dig this hole with a tuning fork (laughs) i i really like low-key i kind of i kind of dug the hole with the tuning fork this wasn't necessarily the best thing for a job but i did it and not only that i i did it really quickly too and i'm like dang man like that's that's a real good feeling you know but you know what an even better feeling is winning a tournament and winning lots of money so i don't know like you have to pick you have to pick your battles man <laughs> that's true yeah you know, I remember back in the day uh, when you play games that was based off shows. If there was OP in the uh, in the show, there was OP in the game. Like it was just kind of like they just they just made that rule. So I can remember playing um, Naruto Ultimate Showdown on the PlayStation, 
And I was just like, man, you know, I'm going to keep playing Sasuke and all this other stuff. He's my favorite character. And then other people come in and be like, all right, that's cool. Then they pick Itachi, Gaara, you know, anybody from the Akatsuki. And you're just like, all right. Yep. It's going to be a long day. You know, I mean, God, that man ain't got to get nowhere near you. He's just stand there and it's like sand all over the screen. I'm like, bruh, please. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll pass the hour and 30 minute mark. You know, uh, it's going to be a lot of editing, but hey, you know, sometimes you got a lot to edit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so we've, uh, oh, yeah, that's what we did. Well, we wouldn't have time for it anyway. We were supposed to have a food uh, topic on this one, but on the next one. But uh, so uh, we reached our salty runbacks, you know, where we let everybody know our last closing thoughts for uh, this episode and, you know, where we sneak this. So starting with you, Mr. Game, <laughs> starting with you, Mr. Game, with, uh, what's the salty runback you want to leave the people with? Um, nothing necessarily. I mean, this week has been just kind of filled with just really exciting uh fighting game news. Uh, with these you know, product project your street fighting taking eight was a lot to digest in one week. Um, really, I, I feel like my only salty run back, and this ain't even necessarily FGC related, it's just uh, no Jack Ford Game Awards yet again. Uh, you know, it's all good. You know, I can still dream and hope that uh, one day <laughs> I'll get my game to come out. Um, you know, when we have all the other games that come out sometimes, the last of us is probably going to be uh made until the, the end of time, you know, but it's all good, man. Um, again, like I said, I can't have too much thought because all this goodness that we had this week with you know, seeing uh three new characters in action in Street Fighter 6, um, getting to see more mechanics of a uh, project L and just seeing how beautiful of a game and how hyped Tekken 8 looks. So, not too much salt, just that uh, I didn't get what I wanted in the game awards. That's about it. <laughs> uh, for me, man, I, I would like to say thanks again to everybody for uh, checking us out for another in, um, input-output episode. We really appreciate y'all. As always, you know, we're, we're glad to like, um, chill out here and talk about fighting game topics because uh, that's our passion. That's what we love to do. And we love y'all for letting us do what we love. So thank y'all very much for like, you know, being a part of the, uh, being being a part of the input output crew essentially. So thank y'all very much. Um, for me, um, like I would like to say, like um, always play the character that you want unless there's money on the line. Uh, in addition to that, uh, if you guys are like interested, go check out your boy MCE Amazing on the disputedpod.com. Go vote for me. Cause I like, I did a uh, character defense of Kato from the Green Hornet. And if I win, and if I make it to the grand finals, I'm going to actually dress up as Kato for the last uh, debate against um, Jack Reacher. So um, go check that out at the Disputed Podcast uh, on the Disputed Podcast. It'll be pretty sick. Um, other than that, man, like I don't have too much to say. Thank you all very much once again for watching yet another input output episode. And I'm going to pass it off to Mr. Rex on Max for his salty run back. Well, I don't have too much of a salty run back. I mean, I'm gonna probably go in there and DDT my son for screaming all in my mic. But uh, other than that, uh, it's great to do another week. Like Devin said, I mean, this has just been a a glorious, if I could take a word from E, uh, week for <laughs> fighting games. Um, you know, Tekken Eight, Project L, Street Fighter Six. We eaten well, except uh, you know, NRX fans. Yeah, but y'all be all right. Um. But um, yeah, so um, 
just great to be back for another week. Uh, I'm very, very hungry. I'm about to eat my mic pop filter. So, uh, you know, uh, glad it's on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, put a little, put a little uh, Hellman's on it. It'll be all right. <laughs> Bro, why, why, why you wait till the end? Just coming here singing. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, That's the outro, man. <laughs> great to be back. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, maybe next week we can um get Devin to give some horrible takes, and y'all can destroy them in the comments. Um. Uh, you know, so, but yeah, man, I mean, hopefully uh, next week, well, this week coming up, we can have just as much news to have uh, just as much topics to talk about next week. Uh, very, very fruitful topics. And yeah, that's all I got, man. I'm about to go in here and, you know, so hungry. I'm going to open the refrigerator door, probably break it off the hinges. But, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. So, you know, uh, see you guys next time on the next Input Output and uh, peace out. Peace out, y'all. Love, peace, and hair grease, everybody.